Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fred. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. Just go to those addresses. Also check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast with me, your host. Your host? Your host? Your host? Host. <laughs> Sean. Host, hostess. Ho host. Host. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's oh, that. that's a cool background. Oh, and who's that guy over there? Todd. That's uh, Fast Fret, or uh, as uh, also known as, what was it? Fast Freddy. Fast Freddy. <laughs> Freddy Cougar. Is that the new nickname? Uh <laughs> some guy <laughs> some guys took some shots at me and Todd online. He says, I don't know who the hell these guys are. Geek Boy and Fast Freddy. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, but I like it. Anyway, uh we've got uh we brought in uh Sam Thompson from Witch Police Radio this week. Yeah, how's it going? Just for good, just for something to do. I like your background. Yeah, it's uh, I thought I figured it's not my show, so I might as well put something stupid up. So, uh, you know, not my usual logo in the background. So, yeah, yeah, this is nice. So, all tapes. I, I I think I've owned most of these types at one point or another. Yeah, I think most people have who who lived through the tape era. Yep. Yeah. Now, did you make this wall and take a picture of it, or is this? No, no, no. This is just something I found online that I thought was kind of cool. Okay. It's not like the wallpaper in your bedroom or anything. No, 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 no. So Sam, yeah, you have had an anniversary. Yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, um, uh, as of the, my first ever episode of Witch Police Radio was on November fifteenth, twenty twelve, which means that uh, as of earlier this week, it was the tenth anniversary of the podcast, which is ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. There, there's a not, long time. There's not it many is. that go go past a year. Yeah. So you've done it uh, 10 times. Do you yeah, 10 times that amount, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's called math. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Get calculator for that. <laughs> so what, what's it? What? I don't know. Is it weird? Yeah, it's totally weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. It just, it seems um kind of anticlimactic, you know? It was like, oh, cool. This is 10 years since I did the first show and uh, I'm still doing it. <laughs> I don't have any sign of stopping at any point in the foreseeable future. So it's just kind of like, Oh, that's cool. And uh, then just okay, next episode still has to come out. So, yep, yep, yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know how it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, yep. have you gone back to your first, very first episode and listened to it at all? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. 
it's, it's, on, it's, on, it's on listenable. Yeah, yeah. You can tell it's the first one. Oh um, yeah, we hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I like about it is uh, I, I always like the song from when I got the record is one of my favorites on the album. But I was looking up just live footage of them a while ago on YouTube, and I saw some saw them playing as like in Australia or New Zealand or something, and they're playing this, and the crowd is singing along, and it's just like right. they have no idea what he's talking about. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think the average punk fan in New Zealand is gonna have any clue who Ron McLean is, you know? Mm, definitely not. Yeah. Does definitely, that matter though? Not in New Zealand. Not in Australia, you think? Not in Australia. No. Um, so is that isn't that weird though? Like, there's also another line they have in one of their other albums. But it's it's funny because it's almost like the song's about indoctrination, right? Yeah. It's like trying to explain to his niece, yeah, why Don Cherry is like forcing this support of troops down their throats when they're supposed to be watching Naki, which is like yeah. right. And then you have these people in Australia who don't know who Ron McLean, but they're singing along everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. The irony. It's, but yeah, they, they you know they, they could probably stop singing in the video, and the whole crowd is just singing. You know, like mm. it's pretty crazy. It's weird, yeah. Now, did, now, did you call it Witch Police Radio at the time, or or was that a different yeah? Name? No, it was called that, and it was three hosts, and we didn't have any guests, and none of us knew what a podcast was because it was 2012, and we basically just recommended music to each other, and it was like three and a half hours, and, and so I mean. It's unlistenable for a lot of reasons. One of the one of them being that, like, who gives a shit what music we want to recommend to each other? Because who are we, and why does anyone outside of the three of us in that room care? Right. So, I mean, it, it's not like, yeah, we're just basically friends hanging out, showing each other records, which I mean is cool. But if you're not one of the three friends involved, why, why do you? <laughs> where's the interest? How did, how did you guys record back then? Like, what, what was? Uh, I had a Zoom H1, and we put it between oh. the three of us. So you actually had a Zoom, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I thought it might have been like a, a like a ghetto blaster with a record button on it or something. No, no, that's that's how my old bands used to record stuff when I. But I think most people's bands yeah. used to record yeah, stuff. Yeah, we but... did too. Yeah. It's the same idea, really. I mean, you just sit around a, a, a recording device and then talk. But I didn't know what a podcast was. And I had heard about a podcast and it was like, why well, I just had a kid not too long before that. And it was like, I'm not playing bands anymore because of that and other reasons. So let's just record us hanging out so I can still have something fun going on since I'm not playing music anymore. That was essentially it. Nice. And then, it's not it's not good though. Like, don't listen to it. Uh, no, I, I well, I'm just so you know, when I do the edit of this show, there's going to be a clip of episode sure. one playing sure. it's right bad. around it's, it's here. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll well, at least it wasn't. I'll grab the worst part if I can. 
There's Sorry. a lot of worst parts. I, I mean, you might have to listen to three and a half hours to find the worst with the worst. <laughs> that I wouldn't wish that on anyone. And so I was, I, I caught Louis Louis yeah. on the radio the other day, and I was like, these guys are progressive. Like these guys must have been out of their minds. Yeah. Yeah. Like who, it's good. Eh? It's really yeah. Good. Like it's and the, that's crazy. Yeah. Like because when that happened, it's like people weren't doing that. Like what that was song was probably the sixties. Like probably early sixties. I would guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like mid sixties. Yeah, like, maybe mid sixties. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a whole controversy about what the lyrics were about too, right? Because they wanted to censor. People wanted to censor it because they didn't know what he was saying. Uh, so they're thinking like he, okay I can't figure this out he's got to be saying something obscene because like I don't know what he's saying <laughs> it's, it is cool though that this was like kind of the how it turned into what it is now like I like that aspect of it but it's not like something I'd recommend people listen to you know you know I'll, I'll be honest back in the day when when I heard about Witch Police Radio and I heard about Garbage Hill Radio and I actually started just kind of sourcing out the Garbage Hill Radio stuff yeah and I, I gotta admit I'm, I'm, I'm sad that it Garbage Hill Radio is not a thing anymore because i i thought conceptually it was a great idea very winnipeg sounding very i don't know to me it sounded cool as hell you're listening to garbage hill winnipeg's first podcast network garbagehillnetwork.com It was cool, but the, the the problem that you mentioned a few minutes ago about most podcasts only last a year, I'm the only one of those podcasts that's still going. And I mean, up until for the past like five years, I've been the only one of those podcasts still going. So a bunch of them ended sort of while that was still a thing. And it didn't it didn't go because people involved in putting it together were in one of the podcasts that dissolved. Right. So I think yeah. I messaged um, I try to remember there was one of them. I messaged him and asked him when when he was coming back because <laughs> i like i like this show i try i can't remember what uh god damn uh, this was like six years ago it's been a while yeah yeah six years ago when i messaged the message the guy but he was i think he was at the first podcast festival i believe okay okay um black hair i think was devon yes yes he did coach surfing yes yes yeah yeah that it's was the amazing the, guy yeah the thing was his kind of uh brainchild the whole uh garbage hill podcast network and, and it was a good idea like to get a bunch of local podcasts together it, it kind of like what we did with the festival right yep. i mean it's uh yeah same idea get people together share ideas help get each other listeners i mean I, I think that some of us still do that with each other's shows all the time just through sharing stuff on social media and things like that and oh, yeah. yeah except on twitter i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about Twitter again. This is like three weeks in a row. The last two episodes were were Elon Musk centric. Well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but yeah, it's a uh, it, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a, a group, uh, my New York group. I'm part of. I, I don't know why I'm part of this. Some some a bunch of podcasters and wrestling fans out of New York added me to their group, and they all they all said, "Okay, I'm shutting my account down today." Is, is, where where can I find everybody? And everyone's like scrambling to to pick a social media. And, thing to go to and yeah, it's kind of weird it is weird it, I, i'm sticking with it until it eventually dies and then i'll figure something else out by then but uh it still seems to exist in some yeah. form or another at this point so eh. yeah i got all the other ones too so whatever oh, yeah. you know it's yeah, yeah. Here. yeah um so today in 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 honor of of today uh todd and i've been trying something a little bit different <laughs> using twitter actually but posting four topics off our topic board. So I think you've heard about our topic board before. Yeah. 
We just I saw I saw your poll on on Twitter actually too. So oh okay good. Yeah. So I don't know Todd Todd I and Corey and I think there might even be someone else on our topic board. They just I should add you on the topic board. You get a topic, just throw it in there, and we never sure. know who who puts in the topics. We never know. Like I don't know if it's a me one. Well, I know I know. Well, you know if it's your own. Well, one. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it's Todd's <laughs> or I don't know if it's Corey's or my wife might even be on there. I don't know. Um, that could be dangerous. Just getting random people submitting uh, ideas. Well, but... but it's fun though. Like it's just in you know off the cuff. So I I, I grabbed four that that I thought would kind of work with you, and um, and I put polls on all the social medias except Mastodon. I didn't post on there yet. I, actually, I don't understand how that works. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm fucking lost. It's baffling. It's very baffling. But, um, uh, you know, the only one that worked was Twitter, strangely enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I did get a response on Facebook that was interesting because, like, one of the categories was aliens in the sky over Manitoba. And I was told, aliens over the sky? Ever been to Polo Park? They're on the ground, dude. So. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's true. But um, so there was four topics. So there was aliens over the sky in Manitoba, which yeah. I, I, Todd, did you put that on the list? No, no, that wasn't me. No. Oh, okay. No. Um, I, I know this next one's yours. Small letters on bottles, on pill bottles and that sort of stuff, prescriptions and the, the fine print on what you're supposed to take. And we're all not young anymore. And uh, the Illuminati, I put that on there because I just got an invite to join the Illuminati last week. Is that how they do it? They just they just send you an invite? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yes. But, uh, I it, assume it would be that... more complicated than that to become a member. But... <laughs> who, who, who's it signed by? <laughs> oh, I, I, oh I, if we talk about it, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who it was. And then uh, the last one is music, musicians selling out. And that's specifically related to um, if you're a musician, you're in a band, you're an alternative artist, or you're, a, you know, a, a rock guitarist and uh, or a drummer or whatever. And then suddenly the big pop star of the moment says, hey, I need a guitar player for my tour. They take time off from their band and go play with the pop star and get paid lots of money. Is that considered selling out so those are the four topics so based on the polls what do you think was the uh top vote the band one todd mm. what was the second one small letters on pill bottles i'll go with that one Okay, you're you're both kind of right because uh number one was <laughs> musicians selling out number two was small letters on bottles Oh, so there you okay. go. So everyone's just getting old and can't see anymore. That yeah. well, <laughs> on Twitter, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be pill bottles. It can be just instructions yeah, on a box of food that you buy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, exactly. So let's get into the musicians selling out. Yeah. Um, now, be, before I get into this, anyone around this table here, this virtual table, has anyone ever? sold out their their musical whatever to go do something they didn't want to do musically just because there's more money there like no, no one country, like playing a country band or something no one would ask me to play in a band that wasn't my own band like it, this not, it would never have happened so <laughs> that's very unlikely i, I mean I, I, would i have taken it probably 
if someone's like you're playing a country band here's 500 bucks or whatever versus here's like you know three bucks between three of you or whatever yeah like yeah. why not right well yeah it's you're still playing music yeah todd yeah that's never happened to me <laughs> <laughs> no 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 play for fun yeah yeah. yeah. And if there's a few bucks involved, hey, that's just more the more, bonus, right? The bonus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. The cherry on top. That was pretty easy. How about you? Uh no. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Well, okay. <laughs> well, no, like who's gonna ask me to like, you know, in, in that last band we're in, I was told I couldn't even sing, so you know, whatever. But I I think um but like I Todd, remember we were when Todd and I were in that band, like that other band with my dad, the Classic Embers, which was just a pure cover band. Yeah, I think we got paid really well, but the the band leader kept all the money. But well, I think we, we got paid we, well. Well, we drank his beer too, so so that's coming out of the paycheck, right? That's <laughs> deducting the from fund. yeah, yeah, the beer yeah. fund. But um. We went from that, and I, I I purposely sought out after that. I was like, that's when I auditioned for you know whatever whatever dome would have been called at the time because I didn't want to play for money. I wanted to play for let's write some music and put it out there. Yeah. So, you know, I went the opposite route, if anything, but just more uh, of a hobby, not yeah, not not a business, more of a hobby. Yeah, because once your hobby becomes a business, then the hobby is not as fun anymore. True. Well, and then you have to make decisions that that will actually benefit the business too, right? I mean, someone who is you know deciding, okay, I'm going to be a whatever drummer for as a career. If you're playing in some band that you, you're doing for fun and it's making you a couple bucks here and there, and then someone says, "I'll give you 500 bucks a night for playing in this country band," you're probably going to take it just because that's going to get your career actually paying for your food and rent and everything else. Right. So yeah. it's a different, I think it, none of us have been in that situation. I, I don't think where it's been anything other than just, this is music I'm making with my friends and I, I'm enjoying it. Right. Yeah. Hey, I managed to get a gig at the pyramid or whatever. But yeah. Or, but this is cool. Get to play the Albert. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, to, if I can, can I skip ahead to your actual question that you asked? Like the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. topic, yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's selling out unless you have made it really depends on who it is if you if you've made your whole career about not compromising your principles and then you compromise your principles ah, okay. <laughs> then it's yeah, the thing okay. i mean if a member of propaganda joined uh like taylor swift band or something okay. that would be like what people would question that i think and i think they'd be um it'd be understandable that they questioned it but um if someone who played in even another punk band and their whole thing wasn't about that and selling out was never something they talked about on records or in interviews and they just had an opportunity like the guy from uh the guitarist from no use for a name um he joined the foo fighters yeah. he's one of the foo fighters guitarists and he was in a punk band but yep. that band as far as i know was not all hardcore about the not selling out uh, thing even uh, though they're, they're from that era where that yeah. was that was a concern for a lot of bands so i think it depends on on the person i mean and, and the best example i can think of is um one of my favorite bands ever, Fishbone, the drummer from Fishbone, uh, Fish, uh, he, he's he been a musical director for Justin Timberlake's band. What? He's done like Cirque du Soleil. He's toured all, the, all these like huge things. Wow. And because, you know, he did Fishbone for like 20 years and then he quit for a while, got all these other like big gigs. Yep. And now he comes and goes in Fishbone when he has time. And they have another drummer. They have a second drummer who fills in when he's not there and they just trade off. And like, I don't, Every time I hear about that, it's like you, you watch some video and there's fish from Fishbone yeah. playing behind Timberlake at some big award show or whatever. And it's like, this is cool. Like, I had no go, idea. That's actually, for me, I think that's actually cool. 
Like I, it's super I, cool. Get get yeah. the money, right? Yeah. Like I mean, you, he 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 plugged away in this band that should have got more recognition than it did for for decades. Oh, hell yeah. Like you know, and then this comes around. He's like obviously a good arranger and he's a good like you know band band leader and stuff. So like yeah, go for it. I, I love I love seeing that stuff because it's uh it's cool. It's cool. You see someone from a band that you love and all, all of a sudden they're in this like totally incongruous place and it's yeah, it's like get 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 the paycheck. Like, but the, <laughs> do it. But, the, but the, the like the best part of that for for like i think is you you made some money you you paid your mortgage for the year yeah but now you can go back to fishbone or or whoever it is right that's right actually take a run at it like it actually gives you the freedom to take a run at it it's like the the john john cusack was uh you're familiar john cusack right so he he was making a a hollywood film and then making one for him he do he do one off one off but then he kept you know, he just kept making the movies he wanted to do. He just had to do, you know, a studio one every other movie or whatever. Yeah. Not all of that. You know? No, no, there's not. And I mean, like, you know, going back to, to Fish too, like, I mean, Fishbone was on Columbia Records. They weren't, you know, they were an underground band in the, in the scheme of things compared to other bands of their era who were way bigger. But, I mean, they were on a major label. So him going to go play drums for some pop star and then lead yeah. the band there, it's not it's not like some DIY underground band. It's like just a, a step towards a, you know, career move. Like uh, uh, really you know, selling out only affects people who are in like the super deep DIY punk scene who make it their, their whole identity is that they're DIY. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I like that. I, I like that there are bands and, and podcasters and people who make movies and everything who are just so dedicated to, to DIY that they will never, I mean, like if, if a member of minor threat, if like Ian McKay, like, you know, suddenly uh, joined Justin Bieber's band or something, it would be like, people yeah, would lose would their be, minds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. But who's, but who else is Ian McKay? I mean, like, you know, out there, there's not that many people like that who have dedicated no. themselves to no. strictly underground music for like the past 50 years. Right. But I would say, um, um, propaganda, like somebody going from there to go play on a concrete blonde album or something. Now that'd be, Oh, cool. but they would probably love that though. Cause they love concrete blonde. Well, yeah. They're, they're huge concrete. Blonde. Well, like I am, I don't know if you are, but I love concrete blonde. I haven't, I haven't heard enough, honestly. Oh, uh, I've, I've got four albums in my collection. Yeah. I don't know. It, but like, there's um, like, this isn't your, you know, your realm of music, but uh, Nuno Betancourt who played in extreme, yeah. uh, he went and played for, I think it's Rihanna or something. Okay. And he got he got some flack for that because he was in extreme and extreme, you know like people like their metal and it and if they like their metal they don't like it when they're metal guitar players or or metal or hard rock whatever yeah they go and play on the pop side and I understand the argument is that look rock is dying you know rock doesn't get played on radio anymore but you know it's Rihanna and Beyonce all day long on the radio so you should be helping us fight on the rock side to get us on the radio. But now you're going on the well, other side and, and I'm like, but Nuno got paid a shit ton of money. Like Rihanna's huge, obviously. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He paid a shit ton of money. And now extreme can go do this tour. They're doing an anniversary tour like a few years ago or something. It's like, they couldn't, they probably couldn't have done that otherwise because they're like, Oh, that's uh, Rihanna's gu- guitarist's band. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I think. Well, it's I, and also it's not, it's not, I mean, arguably, it's Rock's own fault that it's not on the radio anymore because it's just been shit for... I mean, like, there are obviously great rock bands, so I'm not yeah. trying to say that. But, I mean, like, the fact that it's not popular anymore has a lot to do with the, the 
decline in the mainstream. I mean, when you get bands like Nickelback being the top selling rock bands, that's a problem. It's not, it's not, you know, I mean, it's not some underground rock band's fault that, that R and B's on the radio. It's because the mainstream rock band are terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. Todd? Yeah. I, I, I'm, well, when it comes to studio musicians, uh, I mean, there's some that have played on millions of albums that you would never know. And who really cares? But the thing is, is when you have a three or four piece band or, or a rock band that has, you know, they have this member, that member, this member, that member, you see them on stage, you know who they are, they're popular. And then you see them wander off going, playing somewhere else. It, it affects the, it, it's not so much the musician, it's more the fans because the fans are, are dedicated to the band. Like they don't want yeah. it diluted. That was like when Van Halen came and then Dave left. And then Sammy came in. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people hated it just because it wasn't the original band. It's not the guy that they're used to hearing, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you got to pay the bills or, or I mean, you only live once. I mean, it, you look at it at the artist's view instead of the uh, the fan view. I mean, the artist has got to has got to eat. So I mean, yeah. say the band is is uh, you know was hot at, at one point and all of a sudden it's declined. I mean, a lot of the old bands are coming back, but in the meantime, they still got to eat. I mean, that's their yeah. bread and butter. So if they have a chance to play with another band, hey, why not? And if 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 me, if if I mean, if I was in a band that was popular, and you know, someone asked me to play somewhere else, I'd, sure, why not? I mean, it's no no harm, no foul. I mean, the only people that get disappointed, I think, are the fans. I think that's that's yeah, just just because of the purity of the band that they they imagine in their mind. Because when they see an album or a record or well, nowadays it's you know the compact disc. They don't see that, anything. That, they just, I they mean, just, that's fading now. It's all USB sticks and and just uh, virtual streaming music. and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what? Though I think that like I mean, using the example of Extreme, I just looked them up while you were talking, and I mean they have it's a four piece, but they've had eleven members total in their history. Are so, you serious? Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah. So wow. I mean, like, okay. when it's a band like that, it's been around forever, right? Yeah. They, they've been around and they've had so many lineup changes. Like, who really cares at that point? I know that he know. is as the lead guitarist is one of the the main guys in that band yeah. is one of the people they recognize, but. But when you've had that many members over the years, like, does it really make a difference if it's that guy or some other long hair on stage playing the same songs that you heard in anyone? You know, like, I mean, let's look at the guess who like there's one well, I mean, original there's, member, I think. Yeah. Yeah. OK. The, the, it's the drummer. And he looks like some kind of weird troll compared <laughs> to the other guys because they're all like a foot taller than them. They're mostly American. Most of them are younger than the, the first guess who singles. But the question and, is, did the drummer ever write a single guess who song? No, he just got the ownership to the rights to yeah. the name. So there you go. It's ridiculous. No different than than Kiss. I mean, they, they had different members. Yeah, uh, the Eagles. They had you know some members that came and went. It was There's so many the bands like band. that. Yeah. Uh, what, what point does Usually. it become not that band anymore? Though? Because I mean, there are definitely some bands from uh, back in the day that I would love to see, but then you look at the lineup and it's like, oh, it's like the second bass player, and then everyone else is is even newer than that, right? Like, are, I mean, are, are you going to go see Bob Marley and the Whalers? Without Bob, <laughs> well, which one? There's three of them. <laughs> I know exactly. There's, right, there's like, three Whalers bands. I mean, and I mean, obviously, it's not going to be Bob Marley because he died in '81. Yeah. But like, I mean, uh, and most people would hopefully know that when they're going to see a Whalers band. But hope so. But I mean, depending what version you get, you get like one guy who was on a couple of the albums at the end, and then a bunch of randos, you know. And that's fine. The songs are still great. They're still doing a good job with the songs. Mm -hmm. But you're not really seeing the Whalers. You're seeing this guy who played rhythm guitar on this album from 1978 and then 
whoever that he just happened to pick up on the way, right? And then, like, which one are you seeing? <laughs> Is this one better than that one? Or the original Whalers better than the Whalers better than the Whalers experience or whatever? Like, you know? So singers, singers are are basically the voice of the band. I mean, yeah. the guitar player, the bass player, they can use the same setup, the same amps, the same guitars, the same style, yeah. and they can fudge through it. But you can't fudge through it when you're a singer, unless you're. I mean, if if they replace the singer, say for Queen, or they've replaced the singer for uh, uh, Neil Sean and uh, what uh, was it? Journey. Uh, journey that you know if they replace someone who sounds very similar you're okay but if they don't it's a whole different band yeah it's weird it's it's weird i mean i i don't know if i told you guys this before but i'm sure i've talked about it before when i saw a queen tribute band at the mps center like this is many years ago i got free tickets to it and they were incredible like they sounded like queen they, they were absolutely dead on i mean they, they had the look they had, and, and they like note for note nailing at the vocals too which was really impressive and then the guy starts talking in between songs and he has like this thick Slovakian accent or something. And it, it just killed it. it. He shouldn't have said anything. He yeah. should have just done the songs and it would have been like, this is great. He sounds exactly like Freddie Mercury. And then the guitarist was Australian and this guy's like from Eastern Europe. And, and as soon as I started talking, it's like, I'm not seeing queen. I'm seeing a cover band. This is lame. I don't want to be here, you know? Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, if you're going to imply that it's the same band, just, just do the songs yeah, just <laughs> do do the not song. to draw any attention yeah. to the fact that you're not the guy. Yeah, he's got um, an English accent, but he's from uh, he's from Winnipeg. <laughs> well, I, I think now is the time to, to break it to Sam, but I actually bought Grandpa's Army the name, and Todd and I are going to be touring <laughs> as Grandpa's Army. You probably could have had it for free. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so it's okay. So here's another interesting case in point. Um, I'm not the original Sean Geek online, even though I've owned the Sean Geek moniker online or I, I was the first guy to, to claim it i didn't claim it on all social media so there's another sean geek on instagram so theoretically i could get kicked off this show you could bring that guy in and that'd be the same thing wouldn't it well i mean is that guy does he know how to do what you do like does or what is he who like is he just some guy named sean who's a geek or does he have an actual i don't know i he he gave me a uh a sort of a cease and desist Really? Yeah. <laughs> because they kept I kept hashtagging him on everything. <laughs> they get it because I was hashtagging myself on Twitter and hashtagging myself yeah. on uh Facebook. And um what I would post in one place, I would post in all three at the same time. So all the hashtags on Instagram oh, I see what you're saying. were going to his account. And he's like he said, dude, I don't know who the fuck you are, but fuck off. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so, that's uh, not I I mean I don't know if it's the same as, as replacing a, a band member because if that guy suddenly showed up and was doing your show with Todd as if nothing had changed, like that would be weird, right? <laughs> well, if it was like Kiss, you could just put it on my face paint. That, yeah, I guess I so, yeah. Every episode, yeah. right? Yeah. Or wear my Magneto helmet and just wear <laughs> that and just, no, no, I am Sean Geek. <laughs> yeah. Or just, I don't know, whatever. Wow. Okay, so... What else do we got to like? So, okay. So the one here's, here's the one. And I don't know if you remember, Sam, you're younger than we are, but um, when beat it came out and then Eddie Van Halen was playing guitar on it. Yeah. There was no internet back then, but I can imagine if, you know, however long ago is that 30 years ago, whatever the hell it was, 80, 40 years ago, 40 years ago. So if there was the internet at the time, 
I think people would have like the rock people would have been pissed because I know Van Halen, the band was pissed at Eddie for doing it. And he's just like, Oh, they asked me to do it. So I said, okay. Yeah. Didn't realize that they were going to be competing for the, for the, uh, what was it? Number one album of the year or something? Yeah, or like, on the charts. Yeah, Van Halen chart was number two for that entire time that Thriller was. Out. Oh, that's hilarious! That's yeah. hilarious. So, and the single that you know that 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 knocked him from was beat it. Was beat it. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. They Showed were himself in the Van was pissed. <laughs> case it was it was very much like an obvious um i mean like it said eddie van hillen in the credits so everyone was buying the albums then too because it was pre-streaming and stuff right so everyone had a copy and, and his name's right on there so it's not like Actually, it was i don't uh, think his name was originally on the thriller it, album i'm not gonna go dig it up right now but uh i thought it was on i'm there, curious no? wait do you have do you have thriller and vinyl i have it somewhere i'm not gonna dig it up right now but <laughs> i'm just curious if he's credited on because i know it was like he was trying to do it you know in secret so maybe right. the original pressing of the album at the time didn't have it. Maybe I don't know. And then now, like, I obviously, I'm gonna look it up. About it. Very. Yeah, very I, I don't know. I mean, like, I like that song better than anything Van Halen ever did. So I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a problem with it with it being number one. Uh, you know, but over them. But uh, it's, it's kind of funny though that that, that that was what beat them. Yeah, that beat them. Oh wow, the puns are uh, in abundance. In abundance. <laughs> Uh, no, it's uncredited. It You're is right. uncredited, yeah. Okay. It is uncredited, yeah. Awesome. And he worked for free. Yeah. Well, why would I get paid? I just came in and like he probably I think he probably came in. It probably took him 10 minutes. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. He just we'll get done moving along. Mike. Right? Yeah, Mike saying, I really like how you do that stuff with your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> creepy as hell. Yeah, super creepy. <laughs> Although if you go Michael Jackson going creepy is kind of the it's the move, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. that's the accurate. <laughs> oh my god. Um I'm trying to think there was another um I think there was another I'm trying to think there was another musician that had done it too that had gone to play for somebody else. I'm trying to remember who that was. Uh, uh those are the only ones that come to mind. I, I wasn't prepared for this, so Vivian Campbell. Vivian Campbell? Yeah, I guess so. He was on a couple of different. Uh, didn't he play for Def Leppard? And he played for White Snake. And yeah, my mistake. Yeah, he was a me- he was a rock metal guitarist, and then uh, he took the gig playing for Def Leppard, and yeah, that didn't go over well with his uh, hardcore fans. And Ingui was with uh, Alcatraz, and then he went went on his own. Are you familiar you know, with like Dave Malmsteen? Yeah, yeah, Ingway fucking mom's doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ingway. That's his middle name. Yeah, it's his middle Ingway name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello there. Welcome to Basics of Guitar with Ingway fucking Melmstein. That guy's somebody told me the other day, he goes, he's a Muppet, right? He might as well be. He might as yeah. Uh okay, so I watched something today. 
I'm just I, I'm going off topic here, but I, I watched it and I laughed my ass off and I was wondering if, if I'm the only one, but I was describing it to my kids and they just gave me this blank look, but there is, um, you guys are familiar with Bert and Ernie from Sesame street. Yep. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I still say they're one of the best comedy duos of all time. Oh yeah. Legendary. Yeah. Like I can yeah. still go back and watch their skits and still laugh. Like it's, it's funny for an adult. I don't know what it is about it, but it's hilarious. And apparently <laughs> pre <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, <Bert. laughs> hey, Ernie. Um, but anyway, um, free the Muppets and Sesame street and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Frank Oz and, and Jim Henson used to do Burton Ernie in front of the crew. Like after like, or I guess maybe during the show, like before Burton Ernie were created, they, they would just do stand up with the two of them for the other puppeteers. And it was, it was off color. It was adult. And that's where Burton Ernie came from. I, th- I think that's kind huh. of the story. So, eventually they just kind of massaged it into like Sesame street and made it, you know, more accessible for kids and stuff like that. But anyway, I saw a skit today and it was a live action Bert and Ernie. And it was two actors. I don't know who they are. They're probably from Sopranos or one of those mafia shows. And each of them was going to play, you know, Bert and Ernie. And, you know, they had the shirts on and, and uh, the one guy had a drawn-in unibrow, and um, and the directors of this live-action piece were actually Bert and Ernie, the actual Muppets. Yeah, the actual Muppets. So they were directing the scene. They were directing these two mafia guys <laughs> that are playing them. <laughs> and I thought it was fucking hilarious. Welcome to the Bert and Ernie Christmas Special, starring Tony Sirico as Bert and Steve Sharippa as Ernie. Oh, 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 Ernie. What the heck is sticking out of your ear over there? Cut! 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 What? Mr. What? Sirico. What? Yeah, that was all wrong. You're supposed to say, "Hey, Ernie, do you know that you have a gingerbread man in your ear?" I am. That's what the script says. Not to worry, right, my good friend. I can handle this. Great. Let's take it from the top. Gingerbread man! Gingerbread man! Oh. Thanks, Prairie. No problem. And action! Hey, Ernie. Do you know that you have a gingerbread man in your ear? Yeah, I know. Want a bite? Want a bite? Do I look like I want to taste the wax frosting to you? <gasps> cut! Cut, 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 you see, you're not actually supposed to hear Bert when he says you have a gingerbread man in your ear. I'm not? No. Gingerbread man! Gingerbread man! Oh, she going to keep on doing that? Uh, uh Prairie, uh, uh, may I? Could I just... Uh, sure. Yeah, watch this. Let me see. Hey, Bert, uh, uh, give me that line, will you? Oh, right, 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 right. <clears throat> hey, uh, Ernie, do you know you have a gingerbread man in your ear? What's that, Bert? I said you have a gingerbread man in your ear, Ernie. What do you say, Bert? There's a gingerbread man in your ear! I'm sorry, Bert. I can't hear you. There's a gingerbread man in my ear. Oh, I get it. I get it now, Ernie. What? I get it. I said I get it now, Ernie. He gets it. Right, right. Gingerbread man! Gingerbread man! Hey, again with the gingerbread man. And action! 
I can't hear you, Bert. I got a gingerbread man stuck in my ear. <laughs> Cut! Uh, Steve, the Ernie laugh is a bit more like this. <clears throat> oh, like this. <laughs> now, what are you, Stonad? It's like this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Please do not laugh like Ernie, Mr. Sirico. Now, why not, Bert? Because you're playing me. The patented birth laugh goes like this. <laughs> oh, what are you kidding? I could do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Steve, Steve, Steve. You have to stick with... <laughs> yeah, you do this. <laughs> and, and then you go... <laughs> yeah, don't listen to him. <laughs> Tony, we got to get ourselves out of this gig, I'm telling you. I mean, what are we going to do? Oh, what do I know? Do I look like a writer? to black. That's a good idea, Prairie. Fade to black. Hey, who turned out the lights? So I showed it to my kids and they're like, they just did not get it. And I'm like, hmm, is this, am I too old? Or is this humor just like meant for me? I don't know. Well, it's, you're familiar with the characters. I don't think they, they, they do they even know who they are? They, they wouldn't get the reference probably to to the mob stuff either, right? It would be probably over their heads. True. True. But I they, used to have a bird for. I, I got a bird for Christmas one year. A, like a bird, what? Like a muppet, like a bird muppet. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. That, I was probably, geez, I don't know, eight, nine, maybe younger than that. When I was yeah. in, um, when I went, oh, man, that's cool. I wish, I wish you still had it. Uh, yeah it was it was just plastic and when you move the mouth after a while they would crack uh, <laughs> just, just from drying out you know yeah it wasn't uh it, it wasn't supposed to last that long um what was i gonna say ah whatever it doesn't matter um yep 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 those characters are amazing <laughs> 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 I love that shit. I still, uh -huh, I, uh -huh, uh -huh. I regret I lost or I lost. I gave up my vinyl when I lost my vinyl, my record player. And two, two of my favorite albums I had Sesame Street Fever. Oh, they had the disco one. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was fucking wicked. It actually had yeah. Gibbs on there. We got the fever down in Hooper. And I yeah. still, I, I could still hear every song in my head. Like I can hear all the, all the, you know, the guitar and, and bass, those fat bass lines and uh, Sesame Street greatest hits I had too. Oh yeah. We have I, my I regret, about, yeah. yeah I, I regret losing those, but I found a digital copy of the greatest hits, which I picked up later, but I don't know. Sesame Street's wicked. I don't, I don't know if it's any good now, but. I'm sure it still has his moments. I haven't seen it in years, but my kids have no interest though. It's really, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't Oscar eat vegetables now or something uh, instead of garbage? But did he ever eat garbage? Or, or no, oh, sorry. Cookie monster, the cookie monster. I think he was eating vegetables now 
or I, I think, think they started like, to at one time. I think the idea was they were giving make him not eat only cookies twenty four seven, which is not a bad you know lesson to teach kids. <laughs> but I remember people got really offended by it. Oh, he's all woke now, and you know, <laughs> he's all woke. <laughs> he's still eating like bags of cookies an hour, you know. Like, but yeah, yeah. What is woke? <laughs> 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 More like Yoda than this. <laughs> well, it's the same voice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God! So, you know when I, when my kids were young, like, and this was just this. This, you know, so you you both know it as 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 parents. When you buy stuff for your kids when they're young, you tend to buy stuff for you for your kids. So sure. maybe you're like, so I bought like they had these little mini stuffies about you know yay big. And they had the the Sesame Street line. So I made sure I got them all, you know, and I would play with my kids and, you know, and I started practicing all the voices of the various Muppets just to talk to them. And I don't know, I got more enjoyment and entertainment out of that probably than they did. But I don't know. I still have them all. They were like, oh, we can get rid of these, Dad. I think we're too old for these. No, you're not. <laughs> Keep them forever. <laughs> they're, they're behind me on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna put them all behind me on the wall. I get um, I don't know. Okay, I have a question question for you about that because I see on behind you on the wall. Obviously, listeners can't see this, but you have a bunch of uh, action figures. Uh, I can't see what they all are. One of them looks like uh, Nightcrawler. Anyway, yep. they're all in 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 the boxes still. They're on display in the cases. Do your kids not ever want to play with those? Like, how do you? I mean, because all of them, any toys I had from when I was a kid, I just gave to my kids when they were yeah. old enough. I have, I have Godzilla stuff. I have like a bunch of old Universal monster, you oh, know, nice. like Frankenstein, Dracula stuff. When I was a kid, I kept them. And basically, as soon as my kids were old enough to play with toys, it's like here you take these and play with them. Uh, it's got to be temptation, right, for your kids to see this kind of stuff that's like collectors' items in in packages and not get to actually open them. Yeah, well, I do have a bunch. Most of them are out of the package. These are just ones that I just never opened up. Okay. But I let them play. Like, I let them, I've got them all in a bin, kind of safe and sound. Sylvia was like, don't, don't, like, because, like, she's a nerd too, right? Like, she's got, she's collected some, you know, action figures of her own and stuff like that. But, uh, like, she, she still collects, like, she still has some a few Barbies and stuff like that. Just, I don't know, just whatever. So she made sure we kept those like when they're old enough. So uh, a couple of months ago, I, I dug out the old bin and I, I let them pick. I said, you guys can pick two each out of the bin. So they picked a uh, Hulk and uh, Captain America and Iron Man and a Spider-Man, I think. And it took five minutes for the head of the Hulk to snap off. <laughs> and then I looked how much that was worth online to, to buy a new one. And it's like a couple hundred bucks to replace, like to get a new one. Cause it, it's, they were printed in limited edition. Like they only printed so many and then they, that that's it. They were done. So but it got used for what it was meant to be used for though. Right. Well, no, so no, like exactly. that's the, the, the yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not trying to like shit on all collectors of things, but the idea of buying something and then not using it drives me absolutely insane. Oh, no, people buy sure. like people buy like multiple pressings of an album and they just have them on a the shelf and it's like oh, yeah, someone yeah. someone someone could listen to this. Like you, you can yeah. give this to someone who who actually wants it because they want to hear the music on it or comic books that are sealed. Like I get that there's value in some of these things and people collect them to sell and all that I, to flip and everything, but I, read, I don't know. I read all my comics. I don't Yeah, yeah, it's like why why buy it if you're not going to you know, these ones, I think the like the ones that are boxed that I have are I specifically bought them for the reason that when the kids are of age to, I guess, 
have an appreciation for comics, you know, not just having like Vindicator, whoops, Vindicator, like going to go hang out with Barbie and go on a date or whatever, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But like, this is for them. Like I, I bought ones for them. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of uh, women because I feel that the action figure industry has been predominantly, they just put out male action figures and then sure. one woman and then that's it. And they're the helpless female. And I, I'm, I don't like that. Like I want to, you know, I've got she Hulk up there. I've got Kitty pride behind me somewhere. Captain Marvel. I'm trying to show my, show my girls that there's great role model yeah. superheroes and it's not just a bunch of dudes, you know? So we've been kind of pushing that a bit in the house is just like, you know, I don't know. The misogynistic superheroes are kind of not, not pushing those. Like I'm, I'm definitely not pushing Iron Man on my kids. Cause yeah, you know, well, Iron Man doesn't need any more fans anyway. Like he's already, I think, uh, maxed out <laughs> well, and i don't like i i don't like him as a character because he's he's misogynistic he's an alcoholic he's an alcoholic <laughs> he uh he goes through women you know like i go through cookies like and it's like and and he's popular because why oh because he's charming he's rich he's well, it's, the bad, it's the bad boy mentality yeah I mean, the girls like the bad boys until they're with them for a while. And then, you know, they're, they're not so great. Right. <laughs> and then they're, yeah, exactly. I don't know if it, it, my, my kids like Spider-Man, they like that. He's a dork and that he's, you know, yeah. he's not cool. That's kind of what makes him cool. Like my kids kind of go for that. They don't like That's awesome. the, the Prince charming, you know, we were just watching, actually, we were just watching enchanted tonight. Uh, I guess, they don't remember it. We watched it a long time ago with them, but they're watching it. And I, they're kind of looking at Prince Charming, like what an idiot. <laughs> or he's not Prince Charming. I think he's Prince Edward or whatever, but like, yeah, he is an idiot. <laughs> you know, he, he's not, you know, the, the good guy, like, you know, he's, he's good looking. Well, that's not, not that's, that's about not his good. only attribute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's not good enough for my kids. You know, yeah. does he play Minecraft? No, not cool. <laughs> no, but yeah. share interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. But yeah, like, I don't know. I I don't push any of the the. I, I try to stay away from the old tropes with the kids. I'm yeah. sure you, I'm sure you've done the same thing. I both. Yeah, yeah, kids. for sure. Yeah, yeah you you don't, don't want to. There's, I mean, obviously, there's lots of good in some of those old movies and comics and books and but oh, there's yeah. also a lot of stuff that you can explain why it sucks now yeah, and why yeah, it sucked yeah. why it sucked then too but people didn't you know didn't pay attention to the suckiness of it yeah i think that's why i like stan lee so much because back then and it was controversial back then he used to have something called stan soapbox which is yeah free, and he would he would like kind of have a political rant and he was like um it, it was always a rant against it was like, you know, pro uh, like anti-racism stuff, like often or um, pro women stuff. Like he was always, I don't know. He was always like thinking ahead. Like he was actually, he was, he was a pretty good guy. Like he was, he didn't like, you know, chauvinistic things or racist things. And he always kind of went against the grain. Like back yeah. then you're the publisher of a book and you're going against the grain. Like, People were afraid to do that back then. 
especially in the sixties and seventies, like, you know, you could get shut down by a big corporate company, but he always just, you know, he pushed the envelope. Like, like he, there was, I don't know if you know the story about the, um, the, the comics, comics code authority. Yeah. 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 So he had, it's crazy how much stuff that they just like, he couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Like you can't, you, like one of the one of the rules you can't have a woman kissing a woman or a man kissing a man. Yeah, that was one of the rules, right? And I don't know. Stan was like, there was the one thing you can't have, you can't depict drug, drug yeah. kind. And he was like, so the he actually okay, we're gonna put an issue out of Spider Man. We're not gonna have the Comics Code Authority seal of approval on there. And everyone, yeah. oh my god, you can't do that. But he wanted to tell the story of drug addiction and how it's horrible. And in you know, I I don't know. I think the issue won like some awards after that, and like, wow, you don't didn't have the seal of approval of the industry, and you still put the comic out, and it sold gangbusters, and you know everyone's talking about it in a good way. You know, I don't know. Stan was revolutionary. I, I think he was a he was a good guy. Yeah, he was cool. I mean, a lot of his characters, a lot of his stories he was writing too were very much political statements, just in themselves. And, and people, it's, it's always weird when people take comics and they like see them as um some kind of right-wing thing yeah like it doesn't say like, what, what did you read did, did you actually read the subject matter like that you're yeah, referring to? Like, I, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. you did yeah yeah i don't know all right do we want to do you want to do we want to take the second topic oh i know it's a cliffhanger and we got so much more to go but decided to split this episode in two come back next week for the conclusion to the two-parter with sam thompson which please radio. I, I, I promise you it's going to be great. See ya.